Hey everyone, it's Salman Qureshi from the brilliantly named The Salman Qureshi Podcast. Gave a lot of thought to this name and worked hard and thought, you know, let's stand apart by naming it with some special kind of name. And there you go. Named it after my own name. That's right. Thanks for joining in today. If you are indeed listening to this on the day I recorded it. Otherwise, thanks for joining in on the day you have joined in. That makes sense, right? Well, um, I'm a stand-up comic, actor, and family man. And this podcast is my unique perspective on the world. All right? It's, it's what I do. I have a very unique perspective different from everybody else's and it's special and by listening to it you get to experience uniqueness all right okay all right now that we got that out of the way let's get this started <laughs> okay what's going on I'm a Chicago Bulls fan have been since the Michael Jordan era, of course, of course. I'm a 90s kid. I grew up. I started watching basketball because I was a guy. And I've been excited about the Bulls this season, man, until the last two episodes I've done. And I think I may have cursed the Bulls. I may have done that. Because ever since I spoke about what a great season they've been having, they've had more losses than wins. And... um Sad. You know why it's really sad? Because uh, as a resident so far away, I don't live in the U.S., so, so for someone who watches basketball from halfway across the world, we have to watch it at the worst hours possible. I'm talking about 4 a.m., 5 a.m. If we're lucky, a game starts at 7 a.m. So imagine having to go get your basketball fix at that time. Or you watch it, record it, and then have to avoid all social media four hours or for the whole day just because some idiots will share the results or clip or whatever and it's ruined for you so you just you know it takes a lot of dedication folks is is all i'm saying you know the least they could do is win all right that's the least i'd expect from a team where i am doing my bit all right i'm i'm putting it out there working hard at being a fan and these guys poof lose um no but i'm i'm optimistic i think it's a little blip a uh, little bump on the road kind of situation a rough patch but overall great team and you know it's been messed up it's been messed up I don't know how they're still how they've still decided to continue the season I mean it's great I'm glad they didn't like you know stop it that would have been worse uh, but with all the with all these uh, things being uh, cut off and players being you know put into quarantine and whatnot it's uh it's nice it's nice to know it's nice to know they're going on with that stuff. Um, I mean, and you know, the Lakers uh, are having a bad season, so I think that offsets everything. I, I enjoy that. So <laughs> I don't hate the Lakers, but it's um, it's funny because a lot of my friends out here support them, and it gives me great pleasure to rub their noses with the losses the Lakers are having. It just feels good. This is an inside thing. All right, so it's just one of those things, and uh, I think this is the last season we're going to have a problem with uh, the pandemic, guys. It is a great. This is a prediction from the great Salman Qureshi. If you hold your horses, hold on to something tight, because I'm going to drop a Nostradamus kind of shit, and that is that the pandemic 
is over. I mean, it's almost over. Two months, two, three months this year. Two, three months. We're done. We're the last stage. All right? I can't give you a date. I'm not that accurate. Um, but it's over. I think it's on the last um, last cycle and shit. So rejoice, my my human beings, my people. <laughs> it's it's done. And it's going to be great. So I'm, I'm, oh my God, I can't take it anymore. You know, I, I'm all for the safety and everything. I'm, it's important to be masked up. And I, but you know, we're all vaccinated, a bunch of us, the majority of us. So it's kind of like, I think a lot of us have already had COVID. Uh, a lot of us have had it again, uh, surprisingly. I thought that was in, I didn't think that was a real thing. I thought <laughs> that was like a, thing that is rare but possible but like on a very rare occasion I didn't think I didn't realize that a lot of people actually did get it a second time and uh, it's only when it hit someone in my own family circle I was like ah crap Um, and that surprised me so there you go it can happen again so still be careful but at the same time I'm I'm done man we gotta move on get over this shit you still don't need to be an idiot. I just, you know, what I read this morning, speaking on basketball and stuff. I I ran into an, uh, a piece about John Stockton. He doesn't. He he has a problem with wearing masks, and apparently he's been on some videos and stuff about that are anti, uh, anti-vax and all that. And you're like, oh no, oh no, dude. I thought you looked like such a nice, smart guy. But the white person in him couldn't help it, right? <laughs> I don't know. I forgot where he lives, but th- you know where he would be living, right? So I, I don't know. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. It's so disappointing. John Stockton, if you happen to ever listen to my podcast, I just want you to know I'm disappointed in you, all right? In this particular episode, if you ever somehow tune into it. So disappointed that you think like that. So disappointed you don't care to wear a mask and your university had to ban or, or sorry, suspend your season tickets and not let you in because you won't wear a goddamn mask. So apparently John Stockton is not just the greatest assist leader in basketball. He's also continuing his assist stuff on the COVID play. (laughs) He's like, I got to pass something. Yeah, I got to pass... I got a pass, man. That's what makes me John Stockton. So I am going to pass COVID around now. That's right, folks. We're going to do COVID now. Shit, how sad do you have to be to be in that position? How did these people end up in that? You know, just goes to show celebrities, man. Ugh, Celebrities can really let you down. Like the time Michael Jordan didn't respond to my... um, letter I sent from Saudi Arabia <laughs> fan letter <laughs> I don't even know if it ever reached him you know my dad would be lazy about posting that stuff I bet he never posted it wasn't the usual stuff like other countries where you go to a mailbox outside on the street and you put, drop your mail and it gets picked up it was it was just like literally through my dad's office or something along those lines you know that's that's something if you grew up in the Gulf that was one of the things there's a post office there's no system for the mailing thing right so your individual addresses and everything there's no mailman going around so so the mailing system here it's gotten a little better now but the Gulf, uh, in the Gulf region but in Saudi there was none uh, and I don't know if they've done anything about it but but there's nothing so you know, <laughs> my point being we never know what happened to that letter it could be still out there, you know. It could be. It could be one of those letters Michael Jordan gets uh, fifty years later or something, right? And um, 
and he's old and he's like in a house by himself. I mean, he's still a celeb. He's still making billions from the Nike shoes we decide to buy because they've got a stamp of Air Jordan on them. But he's but he's kind of alone now because, you know, there's only so much the younger generation would want to look at the stats and, and talk about the old players. They want to talk about their players. So at some point, I guess, like what uh, uh, a couple of people have said, I think it was uh, Wade. Anyway, <clears throat> we're there. He's alone. Um, you know, his, his second wife also left him. She's taken half the money uh, because for some reason he didn't have a prenup. Well, he probably did. It's Michael Jordan. Even if he didn't have a prenup, his wife doesn't stand a chance because he's so competitive. He'd probably find a way to beat the legal system. <laughs> And that would drive him until he found some way to save his money. So, so his wife walks away. Sorry, I'll re- we'll go back a bit. The ex-wife has left him. His second wife has left him. And um, and, and unfortunately, she couldn't get anything. So now she's, uh, on a side note, on a side, you know, um, uh, on a, uh, her story is a whole different problem now where she's poor and neglected and stuff. But coming back to Jordan, he's, he's well taken care of but rich but lonely uh, because his kids have also grown up and <clears throat> they've, None of them became the next Jordan, so he's disappointed in them and kind of has told him, buzz off or whatever. Uh, we're not sure if he's cut them off his will yet for being not as competitive as him. We're not sure. Okay, but this is whole shit is going on. The only phone calls he gets are people saying, hey, man, we're, we're sending in your check or, or uh, sorry, this is in the future. So we've, um, oh, no, no, no. For some reason, we've gone back to mail. All right, so we're sending in your check and just deposit it and and the mail comes in but he's got two letters it's the check and another letter from a kid in Saudi Arabia talking about how Michael Jordan has changed his life and made him fall in love with basketball and that day Michael Jordan reads and cries and decides to reply because this this is you know he hasn't had a fan letter a fan in years so he, he reaches out for me and it's easy for him because he's so rich. He has all the money and resources and it's 50 years, years later. So there's a strong chance I'm dead because, because, you know, I don't have the, <clears throat> I don't have the kind of money he does. So, you know, I was neglectful uh, and he finds out my son and he, and they visit my grave and they stand there and Michael Jordan, you know, he takes a ball and he slam dunks it on my grave I don't, I don't know something I don't know something like that yeah and 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 that's that's our story Michael Jordan and my story wow that was beautiful that was beautiful and my kid gets to watch that happen all right so could happen all I'm saying is this could happen or if not if some Hollywood uh studio wants this story reach out I'm happy to talk um numbers right that's cool it's cool with me i'm happy to commercialize any little thing <clears throat> all right oh you know sometimes as you grow older young people um you, there's a there's a tendency to start getting a little bit cynical and it's a hard one to like fight and there's occasional moments where you have to make a choice. I was in a restaurant working, uh, a cafe restaurant kind of thing. And, and um, this this was a few days back. And it was super, there was like this strong wind, uh, winds blowing around uh, Dubai. And it was a little, uh, you know, it was, it was crazy out there. I don't know why I decided to walk to a cafe and sit there. And, and the guy gave me a table right by the door. 
um, and it was freezing. It was cold. Uh, you know, not just for Dubai, as people like to say, but genuinely cold. And I'm sitting there because uh, some of the other tables are still being wiped or whatever. And I sat there and I was working. Then another family uh, came in with two kids, two boys, and they sat a little bit in the back but the kids decided to start playing after a while and they'd run to the door and they were enjoying the uh, opening the door and having the wind blow at them and feel the cold you know so they'd scream and delight and run back or run back and forth or run out and then go I, I could watch them through glass doors freeze and run back in and I was trying to work and this door opening and shutting first of all was annoying and second uh, it was freezing so I started getting colder again and I had to put my jacket on again <laughs> But but for a second, I wanted to tell them off. I wanted to be like, listen, you little runts, stop that shit. I'm trying to work here and and I'm feeling cold, so stop it. And I claim like really close to doing it. Uh, and I stopped myself, man. And I looked at them and I said, oh, my God, these kids, they're genuinely happy. There is delight in their face, right? And I won't go all Scrooge on them and tell them, Put that, uh, put, you know, stop doing that shit. Stop having fun. And I had to I had to stop myself. All I had to do was put on my jacket. And it was warm enough. And they were playing. And I actually watched them for a bit. And it was, it was joyful to watch other people enjoy. And I forgot that. Because I do improv sometimes. And, uh, and what I love about that is the people watching fellow players, uh, actors on stage who, who are delightful, who are having fun up there. <clears throat> And that's that's what you love. That you know you don't want to go there as an audience member. You don't want to go sit there and watch two grumps going at it uh, at improv, or even you know to a certain extent stand-up comedy. The, the the only way you get away with being like cynical is because you add a punchline to it, right? But without the punchline, you'd be terrible to watch. <laughs> I'd just be like, oh, shut up, you little whiner, uh, <laughs> get off. So. So I think that's um, <clears throat> that's that's key, and and it was nice. It was just an experience. I thought I'd share with you guys that you know sometimes you gotta pause yourself and go, man, I got just just enjoy and and delight in a few things and 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 stop just turning everything into shit, right? <laughs> that's that's uh, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope your Jan is going great. January's almost over. Um, I did set a few New Year's resolutions. I do it. I know people go, oh, you're going to break in shit anyway. But I still think as a human being, you got to put down something right at the start. But have the flexibility to go, you know what? This was a shit idea. Let's change it or, or blah, 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 or add something or re- remove something completely. I think you got to do that. Yeah. But but the thing that surprises me, that makes me jealous are people who know exactly what they want all the time. Right. Their goals, they're so fixated on it. They know it. They're sure of it. And I can't even decide what I want to eat. <laughs> okay, it's terrible. Like it's such a hard thing to do. So I don't know. I, I really admire people who do that. If you're one of those people, great. For the rest of us who can't decide what to put down on their goals list and what what not, don't worry. Uh, there are a lot of us out there. Okay, <laughs> aimlessly wandering, hoping to find a goal to do. Speaking of goals, I play football now with a couple of friends, soccer, and I scored a goal this Sunday. Oh my God, dude. Like, I know, just to give you a background, I suck at football. I've never played football and I suck at it. I've broken my knee. I had to add a knee operation because I, I couldn't, I don't even know how to, like, uh, <clears throat> that's how bad I am. All right. 
I fell. Um, but but la- we play every Sunday morning. <laughs> and I got through somehow with the ball. And my friend was goalkeeping. And I know to some, you know, I'm not I'm not stupid. I know he kind of let me through a little bit. But it was still a great experience to score a goal. <laughs> I wanted to just run out of the field at that point, straight to my car, drive home. I was like, I'm done. This is this is awesome. We're done. I don't want to ever play football again. Uh, but just goes to show what happens when you manage to hit those goals. Aha! See how, see what I did there? Brought this back like a brilliant stand-up comic back to one minute ago <laughs> when I spoke about setting goals. All right? That's, uh, that's how I roll. Like, lame. <laughs> that's my thing. All right, guys. Uh... This is a long chat, all right? This was fun, as always. And uh, remember, before you leave, before you run off, before you shut this shit down, follow, subscribe, and leave a review. Share the show. Share the episode on Facebook page, uh, you know, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Uh, tell people where you can find it. Tell people about it. Tell people it's shit. Tell people it's good. But tell people. And finally... If you want to support me in other ways, you can support me financially as well. Get on my link. There's Patreon and whatnot. Uh, you just uh, uh, you can donate as little as little <clears throat> as a dollar. All right. So uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode, and I will catch you guys again soon. Take care. Have a great week ahead, people. Bye bye.